I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour. Fist pump time. Live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, Cowboys insider Bobby Belt. Along with Peyton and Ryan powering us up live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube, where you can see our facial reactions every Tuesday to Jerry Jones joining us live. And God, I hate, I hate, that was one of the top three moods he's probably ever been in. Telling stories, giving us life and business advice that any seminar would pay hundreds or thousands of dollars for. I mean, you could just tell from the jump he was in a fantastic mood. And I hope it didn't get ruined and changed at the very end. When you asked him about McCarthy's contract extension and, and, and you know, when the that's going to get time. done. Oh, the, the follow-up. Yeah. yeah, the extension. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what, a, what a masterful attempt from Jerry Jones to try to change. Peyton, go ahead and grab, uh, when you get a chance, his post-commander's comment about Mike's job status. And Jerry tried to turn that into... You guys want me to give him an extension? He's busy. He's the busiest guy in DFW. I don't want to distract him. He's under contract. Why would I need to give him an extension? No. No, Jerry. That's not what everyone is talking about. We're talking about the fact that you left the door open, which, by the way, I understand. If the Dallas Cowboys lose to the Green Bay Packers, and if they get somehow, some way embarrassed by the Green Bay Packers, you embarrassed? Then Mike McCarthy's job should be on the table as a discussion. I'm not saying it should definitely be fired, but it is a very legitimate topic with a devastating loss. But for Jerry to spin that as extension talk versus no, would you fire him? We're going the other way. Would you get rid of him if you suffered a bad playoff embarrassment? As your comment, now maybe I'm a total complete moron. That wouldn't be the 50th time. It'd be the, you know, 500th time someone accused me of that. Agreed. Maybe my interpretation is incorrect of Jerry Jones being asked about Adam Schefter and all the rest of the media's report that McCarthy's job status will be determined by playoff results. This was Jerry initially answering after the commanders. Well, I was a little t- wait, 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 surprised. Wait, wait. Is this commander? That was just with us, right? You yeah. told me commanders. That sounded oh, like oh, that was for, on oh, this show. Monday, for Monday, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. So, what do you have? Yes, yes, yes. He's trying to spend the answer to. He has what just <laughs> happened eight minutes ago. Yes. Hey, Pay, you don't have the commanders yet, right? Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll wait for that. But your guys' reaction is, uh, it sounded like a little hand slap at the end, and maybe us, us in the media, we 
misinterpreted what he said after the commander. Maybe, maybe that was a doggone it, I'm in a good mood. What, what, go. what a day. Best what day of my day. life until tomorrow. <laughs> maybe that's what that was. What I took from that is... Um, Boy, he he didn't he didn't give a lot of clarity on any of the final three questions he got asked, which I understand uh, about job status and stuff like that. But that that's a well, we asked him about he Dan want- Quinn and Will McClay getting all this love around the league. In case you're just tuning in, Dan Quinn uh, being requested to interview from the Chargers, the Commanders, and the Panthers. And who's asking about Will McClay? Uh, Panthers and Commanders. Panthers and Commanders. Yeah, and so I look. I think that see Bob Byers knows what he's doing over there. It, it's 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 very <laughs> it's very clear that th- this is for the first time. I think in a, there are very few subjects that it feels like Jerry just does not want to talk about. Like like yeah. does not want it. To, doesn't necessarily want to be asked about it. This feels like one that he doesn't want to be asked about because I think the reality of the situation is could be in trouble. If they're if this goes south and he doesn't want a distraction right now because he thinks they're close. Right. Like he thinks they're close and he thinks it's a unique opportunity and he doesn't want to do anything to disrupt that. I think we'll see how it goes created a minor distraction. This is after the commander's game asked about McCarthy's status. Well, I just think that his record speaks for itself. I think what he's done, uh, the fact that we've uh, put ourselves in this position over these last three years, uh, I think that does speak for itself. And uh, we've got a lot of football left, in no small part, thanks to Mike, thanks to his staff, and uh, thanks to some really outstanding football players around here. So uh, uh, we'll see how each game goes. We'll see how each game goes. That opens up a major topic. It does. Now, again, I don't disagree with anything that he's saying, but when you do say that at the end, this is what is going to happen. Love it, hate it, it's the way it is. First take is about to go ahead after talking about the national championship game, they are going to play Jerry Jones on Mike McCarthy's job status based upon that post game and what he just said with the audio included. That's the way it is, and Jerry knows that. He knows that. I mean, it is the way it is. And the now, now listen, Jerry could have, you know, he could be this, and, and this is the case for everybody. Like we we hang on every word that somebody says. Yep. That's not fair, but I mean, they say it, and it's on the record. And, and like, what else are we gonna do? They got twenty four hour news cycles, and yep. you got eighteen shows on TV to do a day, so you got to nitpick on what everybody says. Sure, and I, I, you know, like, I think sometimes what the media forgets is the fans don't like. I, I don't believe the fans look at it the same way we do. How so? Well, I don't think they, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think they care half the time. Like They don't, they don't care about Mike McCarthy's job status? No, they absolutely care about his job status, they, but they, they don't want us to nitpick it. Right, I don't think they want us. I mean, to they want us to talk about uh, a lot of times. They want us to talk about conspiracies of referees and announcers right. being against them. So, they want to so talk that, about that, why Mike isn't getting holding. Calls. But I mean, the reality is, this is going to be a subject that that we we should prepare for if that, that like hey in the discussion of what's on the line in this game when we just talk about the yeah. gravity of this game that's part of the potential fallout like we would talk about anything else. Look, I get I get it, uh, and, and I agree. Nitpicking every single word uh, that, that's an overreaction. But even if you don't nitpick and you dumb this down or make it simplified to ask, should Mike McCarthy be the, fired if they lose to the Packers? Any fan can have an opinion and get behind that topic. So whether you think it's nitpicking Jerry or this or that, the bottom line is that is a topic for everyone to chime in on. Whether you are having coffee right now or you're going to have a beer at 5 o'clock, 
whether it's on this show or any of the three others? That's a legitimate question. If they lose or get embarrassed by the Packers, what should happen to Mike? That's not nitpicking. Uh, but yeah, in press conferences, we do pick that type of stuff apart. And maybe, and maybe the the when you say what should happen to Mike, maybe the answer is absolutely nothing. He should still got a, con- a contract extension, and that's fine if that's the take. But yeah. the, the the bottom line is, it is still a question of there is potential job fallout from this, from from the results of this game, not just this game, but the ones that are coming up in the next few weeks. This is not just a slam dunk like, well, Kyle Shanahan's back with 49ers. Right. If this isn't Robert Kraft being asked after the third Patriots title, what happens if y'all lose in the first round? And he would look at a reporter and maybe backhand them out yeah. of stupidity um, and suggest that they were moronic. That is, that is not this. So we then told Jerry, no, we're not asking about a McCarthy extension. We're asking about you saying we'll see how each game goes as an implication that Mike's status is up in the air. Well, I was a little t- uh, surprised. I don't know how I could be any clearer. Uh, Coach McCarthy's under contract for next year. And so that's not an issue. Uh, secondly, I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and how he's coached. Now, apart from sitting down and going over the daily receipts and going over the detail of everything we do out there, I don't know how you can answer a question any different than that. I certainly haven't sat down here right in the middle of the playoffs and started talking to him about something like a contract or something like that. Why would you do that? This is where he needs to have – he, by the way, is the busiest cat in all of Texas. Now, you're talking about a one-armed paper hanger being busy. He is that. Yeah. And so the last thing that I want to do is spend any time talking with him about these kinds of things, on agreements, extension of agreements, especially when I've got one. So that's it. And I'm so – uh, I've said I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done, and I really mean it. He has he has really made a, as big a difference from his head coaching vantage point as uh, anybody could from any vantage point in the NFL. He's the big difference this year. So that was the initial. I just love that he used the phrase one arm paper hanger. I, I, I just love that he used that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Jerry. He gives all the compliments. He gives all the compliments. It's like telling the wife. Or, sorry, not the wife. The girlfriend. It's like telling her, I love You're awesome. You're hot. You're cool. My family loves you. And uh, you're someone I could see myself with. But I don't have your ring. From Diamonds Direct. I don't I don't have the marriage license and I don't have the honeymoon picked out. You're all these great things, but I could tell you that we're getting married. And Jerry could say, guys, no matter what happens, Mike McCarthy's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year. And by the way, for the 50th time, I don't disagree with Jerry not making that commitment because it should be in play if they lose to Green Bay in play as a topic in a discussion. And clearly it is. Otherwise, Jerry would have shut this down because the follow-up was, Jerry, we don't care, and no one's thinking about a Mike McCarthy extension. We think that you're leaving the door open for him to be gone. Well, I'm so sorry (laughs) that media 
uh, might interpret <laughs> what I say differently. That's that's rare. I don't have that happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really think I'm going to discuss this damn press conference? Okay. There you go. This you is know, a damn press you conference. Damn press so conference. So we, we either all completely misread this um, or, uh, or, or Jerry... It slipped up a little to, bit. To build on your analogy a little bit, it's it's like the, if the girlfriend is there, you're in a, a long-term committed relationship, you're living together, and she goes, I'm worried you're going to break up with me. And he's like, we're already together. Why would I need to, to propose to you? She's like, I didn't, I wasn't talking about marriage. I just said, I'm afraid you're going to break up with me. He's like, why do we need to get married? I, we're, we're in a relationship. Are you breaking up with me? That's what I'm asking. That's, you. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, is, did, did Jerry um, not give a great answer? No, Jerry didn't give a great answer. Uh, did people who uh, maybe want to hear want want to hear that he may change what, things out with Mike hear that? Sure, I mean, like if you what he gave on Sunday was, in my opinion, what he gave was the truth. In today's world, in any media world, yeah. not today's, the truth can lead to a ton of speculation. Yeah, I can for sure. So that's that's what's happening, yeah, and mean, that's what's going to happen. It it for sure. If they lose to Green Bay, it's I mean all bets are off. I wouldn't fire him. Um, Jerry had two options. He could say what he said. Son, he had three options. One was we'll see how it goes. That opens up all the possibilities and topics. Yeah. Two, he could lie and say no matter what, Mike is safe. And then if they lose to Green Bay, he fires Mike, then Jerry lied in that moment. Or right. three, which we suggested, he would have said, guys, I'm not talking about any of that. So I'm not talking about anybody's status. We're in the playoffs. We're having a great time. Do what Jim Harbaugh does every single week, being asked about the NFL. I'm really enjoying the moment. I hope I have a future. Who's got Who it knows? better than us? Who's got it better Who's than got us? Who's got it better than we Anybody. That's what he should have done. Jerry told the truth. It was just too truthful. <laughs> um... Uh, for 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 all the reaction, so there you go. That was that was entertaining. Yeah, it, look the I think the reality of it is, if if we're to look at this as soberly as possible, Mike McCarthy is probably back next year. Mike McCarthy is far from guaranteed being back next year. Like like to me, there there is still a question: Is it a probability? No, he's probably back. But there is a way the season could end that he's not here next year. Mikey is walking oh, dear by. God, why, Mike? Mike. Why, Mike is coming in here to argue for the twenty year contract extension. He wants the Mahomes deal for McCarthy. What did you think, Mike? I think in a way, and I'm not saying it's you guys. In a way, I feel like this is why the Cowboys ultimately can never win a Super Bowl. Not just this one topic. But this doesn't happen anywhere else. Dan Campbell is not getting this in Detroit. I know you guys just talked about Shanahan. Sirianni's getting this talk. In Philly, which just went to the Super Bowl last year. And won one five years ago. I agree with that. I don't think he got that talk going into the playoffs last year that after winning the division, they're like, hey, if he loses, I'm sorry, I forget who they played in the first round. But whoever they played in the first round, if if yeah, Philly lose, the, if lost to, let's just say nice. the Rams. I'm making up, a, or Seattle. If they lose to Seattle this week in the wild card round, are you guys going to fire Sirianni? Like, I know Philadelphia's media is really rough. Yeah. I, I totally get it. But I feel like things like this and Jerry, I don't know if allowing is the proper word, but I just think. He does to, a show twice a week. Right. I just <laughs> he, think he to myself, these kind of things, these things that we're having fun with 
in the media, we're having fun with discussing at work are the things that hold the Cowboys back in these 30 years of these discuss discussions. Jerry, it's his job to stop them immediately. And to y'all's point, he didn't completely stop it 15 minutes ago or whatever on the show. Yeah. I don't think he's going to fire Mike McCarthy, even if they lose to Green Bay. Mm. But I do think that... Then why doesn't he just say that? If, if, I, if that's I, true, know, that would be the simple, obvious I, thing to say. I think he loves this. T- I loves think he ju- he just loved these last 15 minutes. So you don't think he was truly ticked off at the end? No. <laughs> no I, do. I, think he's, I think he plays this game, and what a great game he plays. His franchise is worth $10 billion. Yeah. Because he's really good at this. I, I, I think I think one of the tells that Jerry is genuinely irritated, not playfully irritated, is he starts throwing in random dams like he did. Like, this isn't a damn press conference. I think he's <laughs> mad. Oh, I don't know. He's theorizing. A uh, guess is he's mad because he didn't give as polished of an answer as he should have. Now, maybe it was on purpose after the Commanders game. He's mad that that answer was a little sloppy. It wasn't. It wasn't as tight as it should have been. And now, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm like maybe slightly irritated. And this is a distraction or a topic throughout the week. Or maybe he's not mad to Mike's point, And that's something that holds the Cowboys back. And we should just be focusing on the Green Bay Packers in round one. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Previews the Packers next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. College football crosstalk and maybe maybe a little Jimmy Kimmel with the KMC Masterpiece. Let's make Kevin Hagelin uncomfortable at 940. What? Here on Sean, <laughs> Sean RJ, oh, and yeah. Bobby. This is DFW Sports Station. And tonight, starting at 6 o'clock, our Rangers hot stove with some of the World Series champs, Jared Sandler, and the World Series trophy for you to stop by here and get your picture taken with 4131 North Central Expressway in our Odyssey showroom downstairs. Patrick Walker joining us from DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? I'm doing well, fellas. Just uh, trying not to get blown away in this wind out here. Yeah, it's uh, bitter. 
Very bitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's howling like a pack of wolves out there. I tell you what, um, but uh, it, it's a great day. I just got to make sure that I don't um, get any coffee that Jerry might offer me or anyone oh my today. Oh, Super hot. I you don't love, want that. Yeah, I kind of like the roof of my mouth. I want to keep it intact. Man, I, never, offer, Jerry. I never knew that a restaurant strategy could be. Look, just make just just make it super hot with the plate, and that will overcome the food being mediocre. If they don't, if they if they if they can't taste it, it's just hot. It's just hot, right? <laughs> right. Or if, the, you're, if you're if your neural pathways are, are overwhelmed, <laughs> yeah. uh, then I guess you know you can't really process yeah. the lack of flavor or lack of taste. Now, it's a, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pay. Oh, it didn't. That's McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The McDonald's coffee suit. What did you uh, What did you take from uh, Jerry, if anything, before we get into the Packers? Well, I, just the fact that he understands the the process of success, in that um, the more successful you are, the more other teams are going to come a calling to try to raid your cabinet for your coaches, your assistant coaches, hell, your execs. So, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see offers, um, you know, or requests, I should say, for interviews for guys like Will McClay and Dan Quinn. You know, poor in, and rightfully so. I mean, those guys are well-deserving of all of the attention given the success that they've had here in Dallas. Um, That being said, like Jerry said, the Cowboys and Jerry Jones always have an opportunity to counteroffer. And when you're talking about someone whose pockets are as deep as Jerry's and there's no salary cap on coaches or execs, uh, ultimately I think the Cowboys will be fine in that regard. But I think it's just him understanding the process, which is totally fine, but also understanding that, you know, as he once said, his hands don't cramp when he's writing checks. Which one do you think would be more difficult to replace if they left? Uh, God, you know these Packers are coming to town. Going <laughs> um, to bang your hand you know, on the table? Yeah, my, my thing about that is, and I, I love the discourse. I, I love and understand why, why you guys and fans are talking about it. I get it, and it's justified, because sooner or later the season does end. Obviously, you want it to be far later than sooner. And these are conversations that need to be had. Um, I'll answer the question, and then I'll say I am so locked in on this Packers team that that's kind of just where I am. I'm being with my feet ought to borrow a phrase from Dan Quinn. But uh, I think, obviously, you talk about what Dan Quinn has been able to do in his short time and and making this Cowboys defense one of the best in the history of the franchise. Um, But then you also – and that goes to his assistants as well. So shout-out to Al Harris, who's been fantastic. Joe Witt, Jr., uh, his right-hand man, Dan Quinn's right-hand man. I mean, he has one hell of a staff. But then you start to look at the the executive side of the equation, Will McClay and his scouting department and just how magnificent they've been because a coach can be, you know, one of the best coaches ever. Um, and not to take away from that, but what also matters is the talent that you put in front of the coach. So it has to be uh, a symbiotic relationship, and that's what McClay and Dan Quinn and McClay and McCarthy and just what they've been able to achieve. So – uh, I think that the team will always go um, as far as the foundation is and the foundation that Will McClay and Stephen Jones have been able and Jerry have been able to establish with the scouting department is just magnificent. Look at the players. I mean, this draft, this past draft hasn't been necessarily a great one, but look at the one that preceded it, 2022. Look at the one before that, the one before that. I mean, they've not only, you know, put a one talent like CeeDee Lamb uh, in the building, but they've been able to turn late round picks like Deron Bland into a historic cornerback, uh, just as one example. So, uh, I mean, the scouting department and losing Will McClay would be, uh, you know, like a extinction level event the Cowboys would have to overcome. But 
Uh, hopefully that's not something they have to overcome. But again, the main focus is just these Packers coming to town and worry about the rest, the rest when you have to worry about it. What is the most concerning thing about what the Packers do? I, I think that a lot of people felt like, hey, Green Bay is the the team that they were most pulling for in a matchup because you, you don't want to get the hot Rams. Seattle just pressed you. What is it when you look at Green Bay and you say, hey, that's a way that they can really challenge what Dallas does? Still breaking down Green Bay's film started on yesterday and, and also started charting both the film and their statistical tendencies and looking forward to their strengths and weaknesses. So uh, it'll be more in depth when on Thursday when we speak and when the science lab comes out this week on Thursday morning. But what, from what I can tell already, Bobby, they run the ball very well. You talk about Aaron Jones and what he's also been able to do against the Cowboys in the past. And, and Jordan Love, although he's, he's streaky, um, he's streaking in the right direction right now, but what also helps Jordan Love is the fact that he can use his legs. And we, we know that the Cowboys uh, more often than not have struggled against quarterbacks who can escape pressure. And when you're talking about a team that leads the league in quarterback pressure rate in the Cowboys, it's going to be paramount for them to get in his personal space, contain him, and then get him to the ground. He's a young guy, so he can be rattled fairly easily. He's going to have to make sure to do it. So if the Cowboys can contain Aaron Jones, uh, that will force the game on Jordan Love who's playing well right now, but at the same time, he, you know, he'll throw the ball away if you force him to play hero. Patrick Walker joining us here on the DNM leasing hotline on 105 through the fan. Okay. So put a number on it, like your one to 10 fear scale of this game. Uh, I'll play this because I love you, RJ. <laughs> you want to give us the questions that you, you want to, yeah. you want to interview us? No, no, you guys, you know, guys, you know, I love you. And you always try to put me against the wall and I love it. It's fun. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go fear scale. It's a three, um, you know, 10 being the, the scariest mm-hmm. matchup. I'm going to go three here because looking at the Packers, this is a very bad matchup for the Packers. Um, they're coming in and they're going against uh, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson, this passing offense, you know, mixing guys like Avante Turpin um, at home where they outside of the last game that they played at home. Typically they are 40 points or better. I mean, they are pretty lethal at home offensively, especially in the air. And you're going against what, well, if you're the Packers, you have one of the worst secondaries and one of the worst defenses in the league. You don't do well uh, at stopping the run. And statistically you do worse at stopping the run than the Cowboys do. Uh, and the Cowboys aren't bad at stopping the run. That's the narrative, but the Packers are worse at it. Uh, the Packers are certainly worse at taking the ball away. Only seven interceptions. Um, they've allowed the same number of touchdowns as the Cowboys, I think 21 in the air, but they're giving them more yards per game. Um, they play, they also play a ton of zone, and we've seen what Dak Prescott can do, both against the man, man coverage as well, but against zone, they love to play cover three zone. I mean, the Eats are going to be there for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. This is just a very bad match. But this is not to say that the Packers don't have strength. We just talked about a couple of them. They're a good football team, which is why they're in the playoffs. But as far as matchups go, this is uh, one of the worst possible ones that the Packers could have drawn. Obviously, Patrick, we've got the, you know, C.D. Lamb angle, Dak Prescott, Michael Parsons, the way they contribute to this football team, the way that they can make things difficult on opponents. But who is who's an X factor, not just for this Green Bay game, but for a potential playoff run where you say, hey, that guy, if he plays really well, if he steps up, that's going to make things really difficult for opposing teams. You know, Bobby, I don't like this question either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm completely kidding, guys, completely kidding. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a duo package here. It's Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle for me. Um, you, you talk about the Cowboys' offensive success this season, especially at home, but what's been up and down has been that, that run game, that ground attack, and it's, you know, 
they kind of got back on track against the commanders with a combined, you know, over 100 yards and Pollard goes over a thousand yards. Rico Dowdle averaged 5.1 per carry. Fantastic. He's back and healthy from that ankle injury. He's been kind of working through these past several weeks, but you still feel like the, the run game has not been able to match serve with the, the aerial attack. And sooner or later, and I wrote this in last week's science lab, the problem with the Cowboys rushing attack is not that it's bad. It's that it's middling. It, it's just doing enough, and that's not going to cut it in the playoffs. Sooner or later, they're going to have to be the ones to save the day for both the defense um, and or the offense who might struggle in any given bad day at the office because you, you only get one day at the office every week from now on. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, if Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle can take some of that momentum that they started to build in Washington and start to you know level that up over these next several weeks and kind of help the Cowboys offense become that much more dominant because everybody knows what CeeDee Lamb can do. Everybody knows that Brandon Cooks is getting involved. Everybody knows that Prescott is um, a top two MVP candidate only up there with Lamar Jackson. Um, but the question mark still remains, does anyone have to fear the Cowboys rushing attack? As we have this conversation, the answer is no. But if that should change as early as this coming Sunday, creates a completely different dynamic and it really bumps the odds for the Cowboys. Shit. Thought you, that should thought change you is what he said. We thought you had a slip up there for that a sec. Patton said an S. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get you fined. Not, fine. <laughs> not today anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. We'll preview Thursday. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Adam Schefter 20 minutes ago. Jim Ursay, Colt statement. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. What, what's this? Could there be, be any other owner's name I start with where you say, oh, boy, oh boy. that fast? A statement uh. from the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim Mercer is currently being treated for a severe respiratory illness. Right. While this unfortunately means he won't be able to perform with his band this week in Los <laughs> Angeles. He's receiving excellent care and looks forward to returning to the stage as soon as possible. We'll have no additional information at this time. Please respect the privacy of Jim and his family as he recovers. The Indianapolis Colts. Let me make sure this is not a fake Schefter. Yeah, you got ball sack sports. Today. No, it's real Adam <laughs> Schefter. The Indianapolis Colts releasing a statement on Jim Ursay's health as it pertains to his freaking band. What a joke. Look, he's just he's not in a position to play the bass guitar right now. Okay? <laughs> he is uh he has hosted concerts in Nashville, DC, Austin, LA, New York, Chicago, Indy, San Fran, and Vegas. Oh, the Austin music scene. That's that's pretty legit from yes, Jim Ursay. College football and maybe Jimmy Kimmel responding to Aaron Rodgers. Crosstalk with KMC is next. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. J.J. takes the snap, flips the ball to Roman Wilson after he takes a knee, and Michigan, the Wolverines, have won a national championship as the clock ticks down and Michigan completes a 15-0 national championship season.
Save the good stuff for on air. Sing alongs, Mike Bassett, college football. You got to keep it even flow. <laughs> What's I got a heart like a truck? Help I think you should do a song. That was pretty. That was pretty Man, good. Man, I'm telling you though. I wish you would not have told me, RJ, one of your last songs was based on the Brooks and Dunn song, Neon Moon. I thought you, you just... didn't know that? I didn't. I thought you just invented that song, and I was like, man, this is really catchy. Was that your famous one that blew you up? You don't know Neon Moon? Yeah. I'd never heard of that song before. Oh, my gosh. I told my wife that, and she's like, that's ridiculous. That, that is, seems impossible. But yeah, I was really well, impressed. I was like, Spittle, wow. Spittle had never heard the song either, which stunned me, because that's like a massively famous song. 1991? Mikey, your take on the Michigan Wolverines. (laughs) Tell me your take on college football. Congratulations, Michigan Wolverines. I found out last night that I think college football is boring, man. I can barely stick with the college football game. I just Yet you enjoy the NBA. Yeah, I actually flipped over and watched more Dallas Stars win. I think the final score is 4-0. Yeah. Like with two minutes to go, I'm like, this is good. The Stars have won. But I just, I don't know. I just don't find the college product that entertaining i see it as minor league baseball i played most of my career was minor league baseball i feel like i'm watching minor league football did you feel like the nfl quality took a hit this year in a way yes because i don't think there's many great teams in the playoffs i think there's more average teams in the playoffs than above average teams in the playoffs i think for example i love patrick mahomes one of the greatest quarterbacks i've ever seen in my life i think that's an average team that could be beat by easily beat by half of the teams in the NFL. Doesn't mean that they wouldn't beat about half the teams. They're an average team, and they're a number three seed. Tampa's horrible. Philadelphia's horrible. That's two of the ten worst teams that I watched play football last week playing in a playoff game against each other, and one of them has to go to the next round. So I just think that, in a way, I don't know. I, I wish I liked college football more, but the older I get, I feel like the less that I like average football. Corey Majors, what's coming up? Um, Looking at the playoff road ahead, the Cowboys have no excuses left to make the NFC championship game, right? That starts at 10 o'clock. Also, at noon, this is based off the conversation you guys had with Jerry Jones this morning. Mm. What the Cowboys deal with and bring upon themselves that no other NFL franchise encounters. Mike is hot on this today, so... I thought y'all with Jerry this morning was fantastic. Uh, Jerry was, he was entertaining. Sean, you sound as comfortable uh, interviewing him as you ever have. It's it's grown over a long time. Till the end. (laughs) What happened at the end? That was fine. He may have slammed his hand down. We're not sure. No, he (laughs) slammed his hand down because he was excited to get back to the day. Remember, he told you enthusiasm. That's what I said. It's all about a name. Hey, have a great day, guys. Look, I I know that there are, and tell me if I'm wrong, Kevin Hagelin. I know that there are plenty of times where we in the media, oh. in all in in all subjects, right, hype things up, make something out of nothing. But Never. is that the case with Jerry saying we'll see how it goes with McCarthy's job status? Aren't we all listening, talking, reading, hearing? Aren't we all reading that the same way? Yes, or, or if you say we'll see what happens, <laughs> that's pretty open ended. You know what? I'm, I married her. I love her. Yeah. We'll see how this yeah. month goes. You right? know, and yeah, that's exactly what it sounds for like. For better okay. or worse, depending on the next seven years. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. No, I and like that's what led to this is the Cowboys deal with it, but they bring it upon himself. Jerry could just say, Are you serious? 
We've won division titles two of the last three years. We've gone twelve and five. He's our coach. You know, say, well, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers, I know he brings a lot of drama, but whenever he says, Hey, in this building, we have to flush everything that doesn't have to do with championships, he was in Green Bay for a long time and he didn't have to deal with that crap. Now the media in Green Bay is different than it is here. Everything the ownership of Green Bay is different than it is here by by many accounts. Governorship. But they don't have to deal with the same the same <laughs> they crap there. That for that too. <laughs> and that's what he's saying in there is all everybody in on the team, all the people, all the way up, they have to be focused on one thing. But Jerry likes to leave things open, likes to stir it up, do likes you, to let things happen. Do you think Sunday was sorry, Mike, I was pointing at the TV for no reason. Do you think that <laughs> Sunday was an accident or on purpose from Jerry? Oh, on purpose. Because he likes it. He likes to do that. And I think it's poor that's leadership. That's kind of messed up. That is bad that's messed up. You I know, agree. You know what I, I keep thinking about? If that's the case. I, it is the case because I keep thinking about our interview with him at training camp. We talked about, hey, Jimmy not being in the ring of honor. And he goes, well, if he's in the ring of honor, he's in the ring of honor. If he's not, everybody keeps talking about it. And he yeah. goes, and I know how to keep things stirred But up. that's fine to do that like during – Boring periods. You know what I mean? Yes. When things are the dead periods. Yes. You don't need to do it right now. Right now is important. Yeah. It's a, and that's why if I say I'm, If I'm McCarthy, I'm I'm a little bit irritated. A little bit. I don't know about a lot of it. I think, you calling Rich Eisen? Isn't this what McCarthy did oh, to Kellen God, Moore? stop it. <laughs> What's that mean, Corey? Yeah, I mean, would you call Rich Eisen uh, if you're McCarthy and say, hey, I want to talk about my job well, on he, here right he now? He should call us. He should. Rather than take, you know, shots at me. Mm. Wait, why are you pushing your mic away? They were good shots. They were fun shots. I have nothing to say on this topic. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Bobby's uh That's unusual. What was your follow-up? I'm sorry. Uh, isn't that what Mike McCarthy did to Kellen Moore, though? What? When he was like, I don't know. we got to figure some stuff out. What was that after the season? Yeah. For well, the better, okay. Kevin. For the better. Okay. Yeah, in the playoff week. It was out of the season. I mean, you know, I, mean, I guess <laughs> it's fair. You know, maybe, maybe the players are just numb and immune to it at this point. You have to be to be on this franchise, right? I, I would think so. I okay. Think so, Jimmy Kimmel responded to Aaron Rodgers last night on oh, his geez. show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Are you nervous? Oh, I I have no. I did not see this. I haven't. I have no clue what the response is. Well, that's why we play the clip. I spent years doing sports. I've seen guys like him before. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. (laughs) We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate, someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet, and he, that G made him a genius. It's, Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron, okay? And can you imagine that this hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube and listening to podcasts. I looked it up. This is actually a thing. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities. In other words, Aaron Rodgers is too arrogant to know how ignorant he is. (laughs) They let him host Jeopardy for two weeks. Now he knows everything. 
Is that last one a joke that they laughed at? Oh, I can see. You're not a Jimmy Kimmel fan? He sucks. Yeah, I guess I'm just not familiar with all of his study and immunization. (laughs) And isn't this, isn't, but isn't there beef really because didn't Aaron Rodgers say that he went to that Jimmy place. Kimmel was on he, the Epstein list? No, well, he was. He said he'd be scared. I think, no, Jimmy took a first shot at Rogers. Oh, then, because of the COVID stuff? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Then Rogers responded yeah. with the Epstein stuff. That so, is a weird response. <laughs> kind of a dark, that dark response. Very dark, very dark response. Well, you're a child molester. Bam. There you go. Uh, I, what he could have meant, and what he would say, he, I'm sure, if, if things got into court, like when he's like, I just said you're nervous about the list. You're nervous yeah. about the list because a lot of your friends, you'd lose many of your guests. That That's what I meant. Yeah, by I never that. said you were on it. I didn't say you were on it. I said you were nervous about it. So who do you dislike more and don't answer like Patrick Walker? Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I dislike either one of them. I just feel like you every, don't. No, I just feel like every time I hear from Jimmy Kimmel, it's so he can grandstand and virtue signal about yes. something. I did so, not realize how on, disliked he was. That's not true. That, that that's not true because he has a show every night. The but, only time the media cares about Jimmy okay. Kimmel is whenever he gets that opportunity. Ah, okay. Because right? I don't watch his. I, mean, yeah, I, I thought y'all were about late night fight. TV. Yeah. Dang. No, he, no, he, no, he he went from late night comic to. Dale Hansen little signature that, rant, yeah. and it is just, it makes you want to vomit. Yeah, because Dale Hansen did the show every night. It's just yeah. whenever somebody was like, oh, he's talking about something I want to okay, bring no, in. He was much better. That's fair. I liked him better on the man show. I thought he was great on the man show. <laughs> oh, to- toxic masculinity. I think, yeah. What's tough back, for when what, he was, back when he was real. What Jimmy Kimmel just did and what he said, I agree with a lot of what he said. His issue is is he deals with musicians and actors and actresses Who also that are the, the exact people. same way. Yeah. Like that's all yeah. of them are famous for making great music or acting. And then they say, you should be for this. You should go with me down this place to say that what I'm not trying to bring up a political topic right but they all say you're all you're all stupid for believing this you should believe that yet you're like now wait a second you dropped out of high school and started acting at 14 years old like I mean we can do this with almost everybody almost every musician every actor everybody he has on his show unless I guess they're a politician who went to Harvard and has a master's in the thing that they're doing like it would be really tough to ever watch his show and then him not say you're a hypocrite or you're really stupid because all you do is sing yeah. this song that's so, popular you didn't go to a major university you didn't graduate there so why should we ever listen to you about topics besides this is a good song or not a good song. You should never ask a, 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 an actress or an actor how to uh, parent a child. And I, unless Ricky, they're a... Ricky Gervais, right, who's like, all y'all are stupid, shut up, yeah. go away. Yeah, like, I've <laughs> always been confused by like, well, Taylor Swift said this, so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm like, Why? okay, did you investigate on your own? Like, do your own research. Talk to the people you trust. Maybe that is Taylor Swift. Good job, Sean. Thank you. Nice Where do you talk. fall on these two? Well, I haven't watched a late night talk show. Like, I wasn't sure. even aware that because you need to sleep and you're not a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hundred. <laughs> I stopped with Let- Letterman and Leno. Like, even when they were on. Where do you fall on the things they're arguing about? <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot. I don't want to. Oh. We, 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 Take we, a jab. We, at we it. finally got yeah. some care. Yeah. Take a jab <laughs> at it. There you That's go. It.
Well done. That's a good ending. Well done. That's a good ending. You guys should start. Yes, you guys should start a little early today. That's fine. We're back tomorrow. <laughs> Yay! It's the KMC masterpiece next on the home of the Rangers and the NFC East champs. That's this station. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 